Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with spaghetti and meatballs. Yes, they're fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon produces this mess and joining me as always, my dear, dear Extra Points pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. We have not discussed the Super Bowl yet. This is Tuesday night. Martin traveling early in the a.m., so we're getting it out of the way. Tuesday night seems early in the week for us, but uh, late to talk about the Super Bowl. But how about that it comes down to, the spread at least, comes down to an extra point, thus the name of our network. Martin, pretty cool, huh? I'll tell you, Sal, (laughs) I I tried to pitch it to you early. We were trying to get the extra point refund. This would have been perfect. Yeah. This would have been the perfect one, but oh my god, we would have owed it. how much? How many millions would we have owed? It would have bankrupt. <laughs> exactly, us. but it would have been it. Uh, we would have to do like a mattress Mac, a uh, big time hedge on the Rams. Yeah, but uh, I was just happy to see. As I knew as soon as that extra point was uh, botched, that four and a half was a lock, no matter what. Mm. I thought Bengals were going to win the game. Thought they had a great shot to win the game, especially going down and you know with yeah. two minutes left in. Joe Burrow with the ball, but I just knew four and a half was it was there's no well, way. I was saying I was saying I don't know I must have been on against the odds or something. I was saying Fandle should hang odds on once that extra point was missed. That okay, what are the odds that comes into play with the spread? Like probably still would have been seven to, or eight to one. I mean it was thirteen three at the time, right? So who the hell knows? But check. What are your thoughts? I mean, we have world champion Los Angeles Rams, and uh, I'm not sure anyone other than LeBron cares um, in these parts. <laughs> I, I, I was looking at the numbers. Viewership topped 112 million. Um, this is TV watching. L.A. not in the top 10 markets of uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> I saw that. But even the markets that are celebrate that we're celebrating for. Can you believe 70 percent of all televisions in that city were tuned into the Super Bowl, which I, I can't help but go glass mm. half empty always and say, what in the hell? Were that many people watching that wasn't the Super right. Bowl on Super Sunday? Are they that antisocial? Are they that myopic? They just stay right. in and they watch movies. I'm not into sports and I'm not going to a party where people are. It's very strange. But listen, a fun yeah, it's not like they're beating the traffic by watching something else. <laughs> like, what true. are they? Uh, uh, there are just too many channels, I think is the answer. But go ahead. Yeah. What were you going to say? I think that a few things to, because, you know, I don't live life in the rearview mirror. I'm, I'm forward thinking. And that's yeah. why tonight I'm celebrating Sidney Crosby, one of the five greatest uh, hockey players in the history of people scoring number 500. But uh, <laughs> what I'm thinking about is what does what we just saw in pro football mean for 2022 in the copycat league? And I think it's refreshing that for the first time that I can think of, Every time people immediately come off the game and like, well, who do you think's going back? Who's going to go to the Super Bowl next year? And people are so uncreative. They always go like, I don't know how it's not Bucks and Chiefs. Like everybody mm-hmm. did that last year for the first time. That is murky. Nobody is saying the In fact, look at look at FanDuel's odds for 2022. The Bills Rams. Yeah. yeah, the Rams are behind the Chiefs and the Bills, which just makes no sense to me. But a good game. 
not a great game, I don't think. I don't think it goes down in the annals as one of the best Super Bowls ever. But uh, yeah, you know. I give it a B. I was there. You know, I was there. I, I was. I, I don't want to brag. Oh, where was, was it? it? No, how, no. how was it? Was it a lot? I, say, to I know people are sick of hear, hearing me say it, but I was. I was happiest that I beat the traffic both ways, and uh, miraculously, uh, it happened. It it, it kind of got in the way of uh, my depression that usually sets in right after football season ends. And now here we are, two days later. I'm like, oh shit, there's no football. I just lost a ton of money on uh, Kentucky and uh, and the Sixers. I had Marcus Smart. I mean, I went like 0 for 4, except for our race to tw- uh, race to 8 we did with the degenerate trifecta, and we won that. Celtics uh, won that 9 to 2. But Martin, uh, what were you going to say about it? What grade do you give this? Super I give it like a B minus. A B, I give it like a yeah, B. Like that's a, fair. But there's Because really, all we go in all week saying is, can we just get a close game? And we did, mm-hmm. right? We got a close game. Right. It mattered on the final possession. Like that, uh, you know, it really, I think that that's what I was really looking forward to. I just didn't want to see some situation in which where the Rams rolled, like rolled the Bengals. Cause I thought that wouldn't have been like an accurate representation, mm-hmm. representation of how the playoffs went. But I think this playoffs, right. I mean, this is how the Rams won all the other playoffs games, squeaking by, like, you know, getting there the last second, winning by a small margin. Yeah, it was a good game. Um, lots of debate. Oh boy, it seems to get more intense. Who should get an MVP, Donald or Cooper Cup? Uh, I think it's hard to say that they would have won without either of them. Or one, wait, right? wait, 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 wait. I don't want to. Aaron Donald's from Pittsburgh, so I'm happy for him and whatever. And uh, yeah, Cooper Cup is a fine choice. What and whatever. happened here? Where, yeah. Where's my celebration? Where's my Where's my goddamn parade already? I picked for the what? Rams to go to the Super Bowl, and the it's last good. time the three of us kibitzed into microphones and put it out for all to consume. Yeah. I told you Rams by three and we were trying to figure it out. We're like, ah, I don't like the fours too many, but I, I think the Rams are going to win. I think it's going to land in that very narrow Mm -hmm. middle there. Nailed it. All right, my good. parade already. Have you yeah. ever seen Mad Men? Uh, That's the, what the, the money is for. Did you bet it? That's what the <laughs> money is for. Look who's drapering me. I like it. You know what? By the way, I'm sure you caught this too. I'm mm. sure everybody who had the over noticed that it felt like with about 50 seconds left in regulation, it felt like a fade to complete. Well, of the course. Bengals are going to at least get a field goal. Mm-hmm. They might get a touchdown, but if they don't, McPherson's going to swing the leg, and we're going to have our second overtime, and it's going to be twenty-six. It's going to be twenty-three apiece. Total forty-six. Mm-hmm. The game kicked off at forty-eight and a half, unless a safety ends this thing. Yeah, you're, the game's going to go over in overtime, and of course, uh, well, I don't you know can't have your cake and eat it too. I mean, the Bengals could have won in overtime. Then you're True. then wh- where does that leave your parade in a in a sopping downpour? I, I didn't get the- it either way. So so what's the <laughs> well, difference? Well, I, th- I think they took it away from you when. You pick the Chargers to get there with the Rams, but I'm not sure how it works. You, but you did have them. To, to be fair, you guys, uh, I don't know. There's like 14 of us on the staff that give picks uh, every week and every day, and most of us, we all stayed over 500 except for TJ and Megan Connolly, uh, who played the game, which is weird that they would be um, so so bad at this. No, they were only a couple of games uh, under 500. But check, you had them, the Rams to win by three. Piacenti had them to win by one, but she had the under. So I don't know who's. You guys could argue which who gave the better pick, but um, uh, 23-20, those plays, I, I guess let's start with the second half because I felt like I was watching like 45 minutes of, of boring, bad football after we'll get to the halftime show. And then, uh, you know, Bengals come down and score. Ramsey's mask was ripped. Uh, Sheck, I, I talked about it on, uh, on Simmons. And when Ramsey was so interfered with, 
It was so ridiculous. And it reminded me of when we would be in elevators. And remember what would happen? Like somebody would walk in and I'd turn to the side in a little. I'd be like, oh, look at this fucking guy. And it was so outrageous, such an outrageous thing to say that the person never thought that it was about them. Sort of <laughs> like that call. Like, oh, this guy's been thrown to the ground. He's flopping all around. This looks so crazy to the eye. How could it possibly be pass interference? Boy. He had to have tripped over himself. That's right. Now, see, you've summoned a great memory Thank that you. I that I didn't make that connection there. That's a Jalen Ramsey. While b- before Higgins has even crossed the goal line, yeah. is doing the face that pe- random people that would get in an elevator <laughs> right. with us would <laughs> make at you. Because yeah, like you said, I mean, I'd met Sal by the way. The first time I saw him do this was about a half hour, forty five minutes after meeting him. And first impressions. We, yeah. There were four or five of us in a hench was one of mm-hmm. them too, and. Uh, and some guy who was maybe unkempt looking or whatever got on the elevator and uh, and Sal goes, check out this guy. And the look of like, what? You can't. Well, that nobody would say something like that with me standing right. two go. feet away. But but it, it was true. And same thing. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, it's same true. Thing, they completely right? missed your head turning around to being turned around. But it was so yeah. bang, bang that. It's kind of like we're so conditioned as fans to be like, wow, that was so quick in real time. How was the ref supposed mm-hmm. to get it? And then you're reminded as you look at the replay, why are they using the replay that we all can see was blatantly OPI? Yeah. Ah, and, was- and then, and then Skaronic uh, bats it into the Bengals defender's hand. They score a field goal there. And then after that, it was kind of well, shit. Uh, yeah, I'm I think sorry. That's Just, before now, I have no – the Rams have no place to complain about any type of pass interference calls. I'll just say that. That's true. I'm with you. It is maybe cast the fans be yeah. reviewable. And then maybe they wouldn't have lost yes. so many people to have one two. It would be there. funny. It would be funny if after the Chiefs cried about um overtime, they have to change the overtime rules and they benefit and then the Rams get screwed. That kind of would have been funny if it worked out that way. Um but yeah, so I don't know. I, that, that was uh, the, neither team can get a running game going, stuff for minus four, bunch of sacks, offensive lines couldn't hold up. There was some drop passes, and then like you said, Martin, it was an exciting ending. Uh back to the MVP. The, the biggest play of the game, I thought, was fourth and one cup running for seven. Obviously, the two touchdowns helped, but the game's over if they don't get that, right? Um, you could say, and you could say, Shaq, the other way, I know you and others have been saying Aaron Donald gets credited with that sack, which would have been eight for the Rams defense uh, at the end of the game. Then that's, uh, then that's your MVP. I, I don't disagree with that at all. I, I mean, I, I was l- surprised, but then, of course, I was w- – what was running through my head was later confirmed that they do uh, talk about cockamamie um, outmoded ways to do things. They, the, the 12 people who decide who, or, or mm-hmm. the group of people who decides who the MVP, 12 of those guys submitted their game MVP vote prior to the two minute warning. Uh, did what they the have hell? to? I think they have to. They do. Well, what I, re- I read that they have to. And that's, that's ridiculous too. That makes no sense. What if Aaron Donald runs back a 99 yard or an overtime? Oh, uh, well, love connection. They, the, the people in the crowd on love connection would vote who the woman yeah. should go on the date with in real time. Why, why would the pro, why would the Super Bowl MVP be more Byzantine in its methodology? Got to get that? these votes yeah, in. I, it's like you're registering for a poly science just, class. No, I'm sorry. Registration closes. Now. I just you, I would have loved to doing? see Joe Burrow step out of Aaron Donald's sack, somehow find T. Higgins from that exact point. T. Higgins score another touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then he would have had like five catches for like 125 yeah. yards, two touchdowns. They would have still gave the MVP to Cooper Cup because everybody voted for him already. 
So what does that mean? But yeah, but Martin, they must have two votes, right? They must have a Bengals vote and a Rams vote, right? Like Cooper Cup wasn't getting MVP if the Bengals scored. Oh, that, oh, that's the he? only logical explanation because if you're voting for Cooper Cup and this team loses, then you say, is he yeah. still going to be MVP? You have to change the vote any damn way. And I'll say this. I am getting more and more upset the more I think about this that Aaron Donald didn't get the MVP of this game. And I think it has a lot to do yeah. with that two minutes because – we all were talking about if McPherson gets to the – if you get him to the 40-something-yard line, kid hasn't missed a field goal mm -hmm. all, all postseason, and he is in either what would have been the ballsiest or most – the coolest or most ridiculous thing ever in Super Bowl history, standing out and watching the halftime show as the kicker, being on, uh, being on camera like, yeah, this yeah. rocks. He goes out – he has to nail the field goal after that. Otherwise, he's just, you know, forever a pariah scapegoated right exactly. if he if it's like oh see the had to see had to see the halftime show didn't you and you cost your team that would have been yeah. uh the residents of mount pius would have thrown a party that would have lasted a year but if he misses the kick because i just when you think about the interceptions that stafford threw one with the, with two minutes left in a, in a half Bengals do nothing mm -hmm. to the point the rams even get the ball back before the second half starts then they come back, touchdown, another interception, and then Aaron Donald yeah. sack, Aaron Donald sack. And that's before you even get to the last series of the game where he single-handedly right. grabbed Samaj P. Ryan and single-handedly stopped them on third and fourth down. Is it P. Ryan or Perrin? I, I've heard it uh, a bunch Ryan. of times. It is P. Ryan. Uh, but what I a play. Say, yeah. I, I mean, I think it was Donald, too. Um, uh, the third and one? Yeah, I think that I think he should have been the 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 MVP. Um, yeah, because oh, yeah. with the game with the I mean, obviously, Cooper Cup put them in the lead with them on the on I the mean, the best losing, thing he did was that run on fourth and one and his ability to get held that that entire drive yes. inside the ten. Uh, well, seven times it was the third down play when he I mean, P. Ryan, I put mm. I, I, I think I screen grabbed it and put it on social media Um those two plays and you know Aaron Donald it was just a crazy visual because if you watch it in super slow-mo P Ryan on third down they give it to him out of the gun um and it looks like if you're watching slow motion he goes uh, on one side of Donald and then emerges you see his orange hat emerge on the other side of Donald and you're like he's got the first down and you know mm -hmm. he doesn't get it but you're still like how's he gonna get this first down and you want Donald just tug award him like really like like he was holding a rope but he was holding a human being and just stopped them dead and pulled them back so that it was fourth and in inches which then mm -hmm. informs the bengals the uh, thinking we can't run here because look at what because donald's there so we can't run it, we can't do that we've got to throw yeah. there and then donald gets him anyway and the other thing is the I, I i understand that the ball fell two three yards uh away from p ryan and people are saying why didn't he dive whatever but Burrow almost completes that pass. No, and no. then we have an all-time Super Bowl. If that's completed, then they force overtime. Now we're talking completely differently about For not sure. just like if the Bengals maybe win, but just the quality of the game. We'd be like, oh, my God, it happened again. 2021 yeah. postseason, greatest ever. Yeah, uh, overtime is instant classic, uh, yeah, no matter what happens the uh, three and a half hours before. Babyface, what is this rule um, for the overtime votes, uh, for the uh, MVP votes? Oh, no, you guys, uh, you guys were just correct that the uh, NFL wants the votes before the two-minute warning. And uh, <laughs> Who cares what they want? 
It's like when you're at a wedding and the lights, they're dimming the lights at the end of the night. Like, okay, everybody's got, yeah, okay. That means we have what? Another half hour before you call the sheriff? Like, who cares? By the way, it takes them 20 minutes anyway to announce who won the thing. What are yeah, we staying right. there? Why do it take so long with this? It must be the referees. They must have yeah, to the, go under the hood to count the votes or something. Yeah, no, you're right. They're not etching the name in the trophy. It just, uh, it's just, it's just, it's a whisper in somebody's ear and then this you is, get it. How, how, is, how can you name somebody the most valuable player of a game that is yet to be decided? How do you That's know who's the most change. valuable? Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. People are well, betting on Well, when there's on money the on it, right? right. People bet yeah. on it. That's why it's in, but it's not like it's a, a minor subject. People have wagered on it, and there were a lot of people devastated. Well, they celebrated for about, like I say, about like 10 or 15 minutes thinking, mm-hmm. well, it's going to be Donald, right? And they were like, I can't believe it's going to cash at plus 1,000, Aaron Donald. What a bet. Yeah. Um, you hear Cooper Cup. People also bet on the uh, halftime show. Thank you. Nine to two odds. Snoop would wear white shoes. Um, nice. You know what? I'm going to I, I, I want to get uh, I'm going to get racial for a second. Now, I think being there, there were a ton of um, white people really trying to be cool at this thing. <laughs> it really was. And it was a very entertaining halftime show. I don't care to say it was the best or whatever. I saw Janet Jackson. I was out at that one like this. This was great. I loved it. I think some people are going way too far in trying to prove how cool they are. Some people that Martin works with in the in the wee hours of the morning. Um, so, I mean, there are there are like tw- like twenty five year old women writing in capital letters. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, what are you talking about? You don't know. But anyway, I'm apologizing, Martin, on behalf of my people. <laughs> and I, I realize uh, one thousandth of what you go through. Like, well, you must be like, what the hell is going on here? Why? <laughs> just shut up. Everyone, just shut up. <laughs> Right. Go ahead. Well, actually, I don't want to step on it because I've heard Dave <laughs> say this take in, in clo- behind closed doors before, but you've, you're kind of bringing it to light. Every so often, yes, something I told you, will I'm be scrolling on the yeah. timeline, and Dave will be like, "Oh my God, can you believe this position? Everybody, nobody wants to say anything bad about." It. And yeah, the idea that people are saying that this is the best halftime show of all time. Hey, Maria Taylor said it before the show even started. Right. Mm-hmm. That was super weird. <laughs> so, did that, yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a way to call the shot. But no, it's not even the best halftime show of my lifetime. And that's going to sound like I'm dunking all over the halftime show, which it's not. I thoroughly enjoyed the halftime show. I had a great time. And most of the time, somebody tips on out during the halftime show because obviously I'm here for football. But just in my lifetime, you had Beyonce come out with Formation, which was really Bruno Mars. But if you have Beyonce Mm -hmm. in your show, you run the risk of it being Beyonce's show. Right. And that's pretty much what happened there. You had Prince in 2007 who sang Purple Rain in the rain like God was in on his performance. You know what I'm saying? He said Purple yeah. Rain in the rain. And then I didn't remember this, but going back, let's go back. Michael Jackson in 93, I feel like. And sure. then, you know, what? one thing that all three of those had on this one and you were there. So maybe you could talk about it a little bit more. But everybody in the crowd could see it. There was this whole big stage and yeah. this cafe and walls and stuff. And I, the half the stadium couldn't see what was going on. Uh, I'm with you. It was a little tough. My my, my vision is going uh, as it is. That's why I I snuck back and grabbed a hot dog when uh, nobody was looking. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I just don't understand why people have to say it was life changing in capital letters on Twitter. I don't because, think it was right. right. <laughs> I don't know what you what word you apply to it. Woke yeah. or whatever or cool. That's yeah. not, well, you know, Sal used to get after me quite a bit with uh with at the Man Show. He used to always be like. 
Velvel, you claim to like this music just because you think it makes you cool. And I'm like, why would I listen to the in my car by myself to music to convince myself that I'm cool? I mean, I that, get yes. that the ship is sailed. I'm not going to convince myself I'm cool. And I'm the only one in the car listening to this music. Why would I torture myself if I didn't like it? Oh, who knows but if I you're in hear. the car? You're just saying that. That, that You're making up. I don't see you in the car. <laughs> well, anyway, yes, I now feel what you would accuse me of. Well, then apologize it, to Martin for white people like I just did. <laughs> I listen, I, yeah. I, I go after those people myself. So we're on the same team, Marty and I. Because <laughs> um, I think, yes, I think people want, want to be perceived. I thought Kendrick Lamar was the best of the bunch that we mm -hmm. saw. Snoop is is eternally kind of, he, you know, he threads the needle. He's, he's super cool, but there's something you know, nerdy about him as well, and I, or, which makes him endearing, I think, on, on mm, some level. Say but it I like to his him. face. Well, you know, no. I, I, where's the but, nerd uh, part of Snoop? I, I, nerdy? What? How's it I mean, it's just kind of his, his, his stature. You know, he's, say, he looks say, like he's six foot four, 140 pounds. There's just something inherently oh, kind of mm, goofy about know. that. I was going to say, maybe you want to say nerdy because, like, all of his the his best songs are now getting, like, 20, 30-something years old. Like, you know, you're... But yeah. they're still iconic. I thought maybe you were going mm -hmm. there. But no, nah, in terms of... Well, then he's also... Himself. Then they run an ad for him hosting his upcoming search for a new musician show. And like, oh, yeah. man, it's... I was about to say, Snoop's one of the only you. people that has... To, I don't say he has to go out there and still has to work for all his money. But, you know, he seems to be a celebrity that's always worked. Like, he's always doing something, right? Mm. And he, But he's still cool while he does it. There's not a lot of people that can pull that off. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He doesn't feel like he's selling yeah. out. But okay, Sal, get to it here. I mean, he's not hanging upside down. He hasn't hit right. that yet. He hasn't, uh, right? I don't know if he can do it. Go ahead, check what. Well, a couple things. First of all, I, I, it goes without saying, your dream would be Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, I mean, not, yeah. not, not because you're, not to be funny. That would be like. Well, that, I mean, he sang the anthem a bunch of times for like NFC championship games, and I've been privy to that. So that's cool. I don't think he does that. I get it with the halftime show. That's not going to be. That's not going to excite people. What? Go ahead. Tell, okay, you're in SoFi Stadium in Los Ooh. Angeles, California for yeah. the Super Bowl. Uh, they cut mm -hmm. away to famous people. I was a little surprised and disappointed. I thought there might be some cutaway to you in a luxury box. <laughs> who, who, were, who did you interact with? And, and it could be Dre. If you got close enough to any of those guys that you, uh, you know, could touch them, include them. But who were the famous no, people that you, uh, that you were you know. It's what, first of all, first of all, SoFi has the, has luxury boxes everywhere. So we got moved around cause they overbooked our suite. We got it for presenting at the NFL honors. Jimmy, Jimmy gave his tickets to his son, Kevin and Kevin's friend. And I took my uh, son, Archie, and we were in the same suite with the people who produced that NFL honor show. And those people, the producer who was like 90 years old brought his whole family. So now there's like 30 people in this suite and nobody wants to tell this old man, hey, you guys are 10 heavy, plus you're supposed to be sitting on the stools. Anyway, but anyway, the, 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 the point is they sell suites. There are suites in terrible seats. Mm -hmm. There are seats in like the 500s, what, what would amount to the 500s, and that's where we were. We ended up getting moved down. Next to us was Lizzo, who I think I'm, I'm just in love with after that. Uh, and I'll put it in capital letters on Twitter. I'm in love with Lizzo. No, uh, what, did you see that outfit with the with the footballs? I got it for my wife. This is going to be a, a, this is terrific. <laughs> and uh, the guy, um, the African-American guy from Queer Eye was high-fiving Kevin. Uh, Kim, I have it on video. 
Raphael. Um, so that's, that's that, it. That's, yellow. that's it. What Los do you want Angeles? me to do? Well, we, rubbing elbows with Scott Bayo. I don't know. I'm, I'm, that's not a good example. But I, I don't ran know. into Matthew Berry. We had a chat in the parking lot. We saw <laughs> Antonio Brown either. walking before us. Okay. I don't know. Still, There's a lot of fans and a lot of uh, luxury suites. I don't know what did to you tell at least you. see John Hamm? No, we were texting, though. He bet a substantial amount on the Rams. So I saw his All Apple right. Pay go through. That's the only thing I saw. <laughs> uh, but that's good it. Good food. I don't I mean, yeah, the food was good. I don't want to brag. That was like lobster uh, salad and and steak uh, sandwich and everything. I will say this: uh, the night before, uh, I'm going to the FanDuel party, trying to rub elbows with the you know the brass, you know, get us a sweet deal for year three. And Martin hits me up. Uh, a couple hours before the party, is like, "Hey, I'm hearing there's a what? what how did you say oh, it? It was cool, even what, the way you said I, it." I, I'm getting, Dave. I got ears everywhere. Okay, well, I'm well connected yeah, in the right. city of Los Angeles, and I'm, I'm hearing stories about this Fanduel party. People are asking me, but you said like operation. Like, uh, is there a, a Fanduel? Um, Activation. So all the, the whole season, I've been hearing about activations. Is when a, a Fanduel goes live in a certain state. So I was like. He's like, are you hearing about an activation tonight? I'm like, what? Well, no, what is California going? What? What is there? The bill went through it at 10 o'clock at night. Uh, he's like, no, 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 a party. And I was like, look, I'm going. I'm going with Toby, our business uh, partner. We're talking to executives. I don't. I don't know of any other way to get through. I think it's a a tough ticket. And then we walk in. They give us a a, a band, a wristband. This is Saturday night. And who's the first one I see there? Uh, Martin, right there, huddled with friends. <laughs> And he's like, and he looks at us and he's like, oh my God, what happened? You guys didn't get a VIP wristband? Let me, I'm going to get you guys a VIP wristband. <laughs> I mean, Sal told me it was a tough ticket. So you know what? I figured. I didn't I know. Figured. And then every drunk idiot with a jersey approaches me and like hugs me and everything. I was like, how, what kind of party is this? I thought it was like a hundred people well, there. I did, though, once Sal told me that it was a tough ticket, I was determined that I was going yeah, to be inside. And was it worth it? <laughs> it was worth it to see the look on his face. Honestly, so here's the great part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the great part. Well, the great part is I'm going to fire Martin after this. But the other great part is, uh, like, right a minute after I saw him, he's like, yeah, this place is lame. I'm going to go. I'm heading out to the SI part. I don't know. Where were you going? Yeah. What, what? I was like, oh, not only does he have the VIP wristband that I don't have, this party is too lame for him. He's taking off. He's moving on to, I had like the National Geographic party or something to go. Oh, to I can out-lame you. I yeah. can out-lame everybody. Go ahead. I, I've been working in sports media for what, like 14, 15 years pretty yeah. consistently. I have never in Super Bowl week and any of the Super Bowl cities ever been to one of those parties. Like, oh, that's big, not true. That is 100% true. I've never been to one of those big ones with a thousand people oh. and everything. I'm like, why is it so, why does everybody covet doing that? Just mm -hmm. packing in with people. I, I know I'm a curmudgeon well, in this. I know. Nobody you, wants You missed Ludacris, Martin. Mar I think Ludacris played, uh, played after you yeah, left. I, that's a thing. And, uh, that, it was life-changing, to be that, honest. That, you know, yeah. while we're on the topic of white people, White people have okay, kept Ludacris, the music performer, employed for a very, very long time. Ludacris, the oh, actor. Really? Too longer, than you, longer than he should be? I mean, when's the last time he came out with some new music? When's the last time that Ludacris is an actor now? Ludacris is flying cars in space, which, hey, more power yeah. to you. I love the movies. But I'm just saying, Ludacris, mm -hmm. as like when I, actually, when I sent the flyer, once I got the flyer, because Sal didn't send me the flyer, Dave, it was so exclusive of a party that Sal just couldn't give me any information <laughs> about it. So once I reached through my back channels and I got the flyer, I texted it to my <laughs> other buddy, and he was like, do we really want to go? 
and see, uh, like, do we really want to go and see Ludacris? And I'm like, yeah, I want to go and shake hands, bro. It's going to be worth <laughs> it. And the drinks were free, so it was. There you go. Well, all right. If you want to, if we're being completely honest and you took some shots at me, when you asked for the ticket, I thought two things. I'm like, well, it's not fair that Martin gets to go and everybody else gets to go. So I don't even know. Even if I put in a, yeah. uh, a, a word, it, it's kind of not fair that he's there and spaghetti and meatballs don't get, you know, so then I have to do, deal with that. The second thing that went through my mind is um, we're meeting up with FanDuel executives. Uh, the three times I've seen Martin outside of work, he's been dead on his feet drunk. Um, do we want to risk this? <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. He might have okay, hit okay. on one of the FanDuel execs. There you go. Hey, it might have worked. <laughs> we'll see. True. I'll let you know. I'll let you know if we needed your help. All right. What else do we want to talk? Um, oh, I thought, I, thought, I thought the yeah. rock wasn't good. I, I thought that was very strange and forced. I couldn't hear it. Yeah. Carried on a little bit too long. Yeah. I thought his, I, I thought the way he was dressed was also oddball for me to mm-hmm. notice that what he was wearing uh makes it uh makes it stand out as weird but yeah i thought that wasn't great and what was i right was al michaels right i guess more uh importantly it was 50 50 bengals rams oh rams. i thought more you know because i was so nervous about getting to the the i had nightmares you know, about this game and i'm like we have to as soon as i woke up i was like we have to get to the stadium everyone's like what do you, what's the matter with you you're a nutcase starts at 320 so we got there at 11 and which was good. You should. It's a suit. Your Super right. Bowl Sunday. Good for it's you. It's nice. Get there early as much as as early as you. It's can. great, but it's also eighty five degrees. And I, was I know, but Archie will remember that forever. That his old man took him to a Super Bowl. I know. That's he's great. got third that's, degree that's burn. Nice. Of course, he's going to remember it. No, but no. <laughs> But what I was going to say is it was all Bengals fans four hours before the game, like all Bengals fans. And I still think it was like 60, 40 in the stadium uh, Bengals fans. But it's also very difficult to um, try to figure out the roar of the crowd when they blare music almost immediately after every play. So everything gets blended together. But I, I think I did see more orange and black. That, I ran into that, prob- that problem week 17. When I was there for the 49ers game, I'm thinking, I don't know, it's just loud all the time. But it's because they're pumping it in. (laughs) I live two blocks from SoFi, and you wouldn't have known that there was a football game happening this weekend unless you walked over that way. Like, Mm -hmm. you you wouldn't have known. Yeah. I think the Bengals, I I was appreciated that they were there four hours before the game, but I think maybe they ran out of steam (laughs) by the fourth quarter. (laughs) I mean, great things weren't happening for their team, but also, like, it lessened as uh, the game progressed. I mean, it now was late for that. Yes, they were. Yeah. Listen, it's it's cute to be bending yeah. the elbow all day for your special team on Super Sunday, but mm-hmm. you're, when you're on uh, when you're on the east in the Eastern Time. Well, wait, they're Central. No, they're. Uh, how do I not know what Ohio? What is? definitely Central Ohio's Eastern. 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 It's one yeah, right it's Eastern, right? Because yeah. the cut yeah. is at Indiana border, not. Uh, yeah, I should know that since I grew up next to the Ohio border. But mm-hmm. uh, either way, yeah. Um, I feel like it's funny how fast everything happens. I mean, I said three, four mm-hmm. weeks ago that um, yeah, that I think that Matthew Stafford, if he just gets to the Super Bowl as a Hall of Famer, and that's been almost the entire All right, let's talk about that. Co- yes. Coming oh, out of my that. God. I'm going to be boring. I'm going to be boring. Let's get into that, but I also do want to make sure we have time for the other conversation that you brought up, Sal, two weeks mm-hmm. ago is – Who's which QB is going to win the most Super Bowls in the next five years? Yeah, and, oh yeah. And like this, the the thing that even Al Michaels couldn't resist the temptation to say it in the in his final remarks of the game was like uh, he he had to say like, "There's Joe Burrow. 
He'll be back in the big game. Mm. Like, no, you don't know. You that's why it's exciting. That's right. why it's great. Because you I not great for him if he's never back, but ask you did Marino say and Rogers if he's definitely gonna get back. Didn't you say Burrow wins too out of I the did. five? Sure, sure. But yeah. I mean, like the, the idea that you're that and Dan Orlovsky, who's really good, you know, he, he said, Well, you know, if they don't fix that offensive line, Joe Burrow should win a couple of Super Bowls. They only give out the one Lombardi. Uh, there, so there are a number of great QBs out there that all should win Super Bowls, but they get in each other's way you understand and when they only give the one trophy that's why it's exciting to they see get into it. each other's way the referees get in their way right. poor coaching gets in their way there's so much to overcome but martin i forgot what you did you and i say mahomes too and then we sprinkled out the one i i don't even remember i'm pretty sure i gave burrow too but just more so because i have had yeah. him with a good shot to get this one because i think that's yeah. that's really i think if you look at it if the bengals do have playoff success going forward. Let's say they do win a Super Bowl in mm. the next two years. They'll look back at this mm. one as the one that haunted them, the one that got away, right? And I think that Kansas right. City fans they look back at, at um they look back at the one against Tampa where their offensive line was destroyed. To me, I think mm. you've got to look back at D Ford being offsides in Arrowhead Stadium when you had Brady on the ropes. Sure, that's the Super Bowl that if you really wanted to make it a, a Super Bowl dynasty. That's the one you had to get. The one where nobody expected you to win. You're the upstart. And then you have the one where you're kind of like the reap, you know, and then finally you're the Kings. But I think right. you know, Kings don't stay Kings for long in this league. Here's the I lamest had, I think thing I had I Josh Allen too. I think you had Mahomes. Yeah, you had Burrow. You guys had Burrow too. But who knows? I guess we have to wait. The lamest, the lamest observation, uh, but uh, I'll make it anyway, is uh, that the – I mean, I, I heard you and Simmons talking about um, it, or were the Bills the best team? But I mean, the I, I think Simmons. That's thinks the that lamest because, observation. No, no, no. I think <laughs> I, I think Simmons thinks that because they oh, embarrassed thirteen the Patriots, seconds, and so that makes you oh, yeah. kind oh, of. Right, right. Well, that's kind of how I feel about the Bengals. When I realized, right. man, they are not jive is when they housed the Ravens and Steelers and then did it again to both those teams. It's like that's how that, I feel about the Rams. The Bills, they beat the team that beat my team. Uh, I, well, no, 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 but no, right. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, the, what, what's remarkable is when you talk about those chiefs and that they, they could mm. have three in a row and they have the one and boy, uh, boy, Burrow came real close to getting that one. And maybe Josh mm. Allen, if he would have been there, how, I mean, again, how did Tom Brady do what he's done? I mean, it's crazy. By the way, he is coming back, and he is going to be on the Niners. No, and it's going to be too hysterical. many people saying that now. Too many. Well, people. I mean, well, then why doesn't he just? I mean, no. What, all right, I mean, let's talk. He, about, he could, instead of talking about hypothetical things that are not going to happen, like Tom Brady coming back into retirement, well, let's coming. talk about another hypothetical <laughs> thing that absolutely should not happen. That Damashek has been parading on the internet, and I've seen other people going along with it, and I just have to say, damn it. This is a problem. This is the problem. We should not have this much access to one another because once you find people that you care about and have friendships with and have respect for, otherwise have, have opinions that are so absurd, uh, it makes you wonder what? about all of it. But the idea. What is? You could be talking about anything right I now. Understand. I mean, you got to narrow this down. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> but I saw a tweet Fruit? yesterday. I've been trying to pull it up, and I believe I have it right here. Damn it, I lost it. it it's to the effect of. Dave Damashek on Valentine's Day, a day, a day of love, is tweeting about how he respects free speech and so on and so forth. And that's why he says he's OK with people saying that Matthew Stafford shouldn't be a Hall of Famer. As if here it is. 
I support free speech because it allows people to share their bad opinions. And this is why I have no issue with saying with anyone saying they don't think Matthew Stafford, who will retire top six all time passing yards and touchdowns and just proved to be the missing piece for a Super Bowl winner, is going to the Hall of mm. Fame. And first of all, mm. no. Take that, Dick Sherman. Like, that's just, the, the idea that Matt Stafford, with his two interceptions, and crucial moments in the game, without Aaron Donald saving his ass, was just proved to be the missing piece for a Super Bowl winner because he threw one no-look pass to Cooper Cup. This is absurd. So unless you thought Matthew Stafford was a Hall of Famer before this year, he's not now. Hmm. I think here's the thing. Can I say something? Because I'm the way I'm viewing it, I'm in the middle box. I don't know if I have the gallery view, so I'm going to be the middle opinion. I think you're both a little out there. It, it could it could go either way. Can it go either way? Why does he definitely have to be in? Why does the guy who made one all pro, the guy who was third on the MVP val- ballot for uh, the Super Bowl, which is unheard of for a quarterback, a winning quarterback, why does he have to be in the, in the uh, Hall of Fame because of this game? And, and Martin... The numbers are there for a regular season, a nice body of work that compares him to other Hall of Famers. Now, I will say this, one Pro Bowl, uh, Tony Romo has three. So Tony Romo should make it to the Hall of Fame three times before Matthew Stafford does. There. You want to hear an honest, good opinion? That's mine right there. I I mean, sure. But Dave's the one with this ridiculous opinion. (laughs) I feel like he should be the one that has to defend it. I I can go back and tell you about all the other guys who are around him, but... Anyway, yep. Dave, you can go ahead and defend. Go ahead, check. One Pro Bowl is, is tough. Well, obviously, I'm not suggesting that if he retired tomorrow that he gets to the Hall oh. of Fame. I'm extrapolating the numbers that if he plays for another four or five years oh, all right. and all puts right. up That's... the numbers he does, he's going to land in a place that, you know, and I get it. And is that what the Valentine's Day tweet says? It didn't seem when Martin read it. it said I did. I said he's going to. Years. That's what it says. In four or five more years, oh, he will it? rank as the sixth. He will be fifth in passing yards if he keeps his career uh rate he'll it's a finish long time, fifth though. okay listen right, it's a long right, time. Then, okay then that would end the argument but i but i am yeah. i am putting that asterisk ah, asterisk okay. in there and it's significant that he's there but i i don't understand the urge to tie ourselves in the knots and i really do think my hypothesis is is that we embrace because we're not uh you know we're not meat-headed um, mm-hmm. So we understand the value of analytics and 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 how essential they are in most <laughs> sports in the 21st century. But I do think the conversation that it's been perpetuated so mightily that <laughs> small stuff like small sample size, you can't base everything off of playoffs, playoffs. That's such a small you got to go over the full body of work and all that kind of stuff. What are we doing? What are, what are we watching the playoffs for? Why, why not just end it on, right. on December 31st then and just give out uh, and, and vote on it? Uh, I mean, Hold it, on. Do you remember? You're matters. the one You're it the matters. one who started the urge. You say, oh, this urge. You started it like a month ago. Didn't he, Martin? Not, people weren't talking really in droves about Matthew Stafford making the Hall of was, Fame. When you say, I'm saying oh, the argument against it, the, the, the mighty argument against it. What do you say? No, there wouldn't have been an argument against it. You should have right. brought there, it up. There, there wouldn't exactly. have been anyone it's arguing like, against it. What's the it? argument against murder? <laughs> like, it's against the rules. You just shouldn't do it. Like, is there things that, you know, yes. you know, it's like Matthew Stafford being a Hall of Famer. <laughs> there is no argument because there's no side to the positive. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, it matters. Here's 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 what I said to somebody earlier today about this when they're saying Tony Romo is better. And forgive me, Sal. And I'll say this to to Romo. 
uh, if I ever am speaking with him, you mm-hmm. know, I, I think he was one of the greats of uh, mm-hmm. of this millennium. And same goes for Phil Rivers, who I do think has a good shot of getting into the Hall of Fame. But, you know, it's like, what, because of that game? Because he, he had that one stretch, that two-minute stretch that, that he pulls out. That makes him a Hall of Famer? Mm-hmm. No, not by itself it doesn't. But that combined with being his—and I get 21st century and favoring pass offenses and all that kind of stuff. And since 1978, it's become much—it's swung consistently more and more in the favor of offenses— it matters. Uh, you know, like, the, what about Phil Rivers? But obviously, you know, he's better. Like, Eli Manning isn't as good as he, as Phil Rivers. You can't put Eli in. Uh, you can't put it and then keep Phil Rivers out. Like, Joe Pesci, if we take out uh, the uh, funny like a clown scene from Goodfellas, he wouldn't win the Oscar. He performed in the big spot. Yeah. That's the he whole point of the, the whole entire exercise. The whole exercise is built around there. who wins no, 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 the no, no, thing no, 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 at no, the no. end. You're right. Oh, laugh like a clown. But you know what? He doesn't tell Spider to dance. He doesn't tell him, no, I'm not going to right. get my effing shine box. Then no, you don't have all the, if you don't have the little moments in Goodfellas. I love it, Martin. I mean, come on. Also, those lines were written for him, I think. But yeah, hold on. The idea that a guy who's never never been the best quarterback in his division in his entire career is going to be a Hall of Famer. He's mind-blowing him. Uh, here's the thing. Shaq, I'm on a bunch of podcasts with you. Martin is. Uh, Spaghetti, maybe you can answer this because you not only oversee this one, you're on with him for minus three. You definitely at some point said if if Stafford wins this game, he's it. Am yeah, I crazy? I no, I find it curmudgeonly that everybody years, from, now, from but, Dick but, which Sherman... Is it? Five years later... Or is it if he wins this game, he win, he's in? I I oh, I okay. I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I talk enough, uh, but but now I will <laughs> consistently tag it with assuming he plays right. to achieve the numbers that he would have to. He's, I mean, it's remarkable that he's 33, 34. It, it it just doesn't make sense that he's half a decade younger than Aaron Rodgers. That's mm-hmm. weird, isn't it? That Matthew Stafford. Is is still that young? So I mean, he's unless he decides for lifestyle purposes right. that he's done with football, which which brings me to the side note. And I know Marty Weiss agrees with this. Sean McVay, get out now, man! Oof. Don't go. Just as a side note, this you, is it. How do you look you at guys last are both month on this? How does John know. Madden? You watch you watch the tributes to John Madden. Be like, yeah, that's the path I want to take. I go out this way. I retire. We used to play in my family when we'd go on road trips. We'd play Herbie. Did you play that sound? Do you know that game when you the see the Herbie when, cars you, a, when you see a, a the beat like Herbie, yeah. whoever says yeah. it first gets it, and you, whoever spells Herbie first, you get a lot yeah. But what points. does that have to do with football? my old man? My old man <laughs> beat me once. I was a master of Herbie in, in in family road trips, and one time my old man beat me. It was controversial, but he beat me, and. Uh, and as soon as he won, like within 10 seconds later, he's like, and now I announced my retirement from the game forever. And yeah. that was the greatest because there's nothing you can do about it. And uh, that's what Sean McVay should do. Be like, I don't know. Maybe I would have won more Super Bowls, but we'll never know now. That's what in you did meantime, with I'm Connect Four. A, yeah, I'm having a grand it, yeah. time up in, I'm having a grand time calling yeah. games. And everywhere I go, people slap me on the back and say, great job. Just like right. Romo or Madden. Or Why would you want to have to deal with schnooks like us being like, that was a terrible decision to go for it. And that's like, who wants to have to deal with all that? Because crap? you're going to be judged be on your next endeavor. You compare him to John Madden. You're comparing him to the greatest. Oh, why can't he do what the greatest guy to ever um, put on a headset did? 
He went in there. He invented a video game. He was uh, the best at what he did. And uh, he made an impact. There are other guys who go into the booth and you think they might be good and they can't pull it off. Of course, there's a downside to it. I hear that downside. And I'm not saying that Sean McVay is going to walk in and beat John Madden. But I'm just saying that he could go there, make $20 million a year, and it won't even matter how good he is for the first two. Like he might get killed on Twitter, but who cares? You got forty more million dollars than you did beforehand. I have. If people would like to send me forty million dollars, they can send me all the mean tweets they want. But he can like look if it works, it works, <laughs> right? right? Like, sure, of course it it's like, worth it. Of course it's worth it to Romo. Doesn't have, didn't have to worry about his uh, any vertebrae or any doctors like uh, the back surgery or anything like, like that. Yeah, weeks he's a making year, near the amount of money. It, it, of course, chilling. yeah. But if it doesn't work, and you could be a good talker and just not mesh with your, you know, the uh, play-by-play guy, and then that's a different story. Okay, I don't know. Right, I don't think so he's built that way. Work, I think he's scheming. Hire you to a ten-year, ten million dollar contract. Well, that's the thing. Right. That's the thing. You don't want to talk about it too much because he could do broadcasting for eight years and then just go right, right. back into it because he's he's so young. Go right back into coaching. But I mean, I, but like if Aaron Donald retires, then then that dooms the defense, obviously. OBJ has now a bum ACL. So that's something to be worried about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Whitworth is retired now. I mean, you know, they're not they're, like they're I said, still in the, the top, NFC. I know they are, I know but I mean, they, they're not yeah. like some prohibitive favorite, like the last couple few have been. Oh, mm-hmm. that team will go back to the Super Bowl. I haven't heard a whole lot of buzz about like, oh, you got to pick the Rams now. I mean, there's too much up in the air. I get the idea of moving on. I, the idea, like whatever heard it, a lot of uh, Twitter schmoes are, are hitting me back with the idea of like, well, if you have competitive fight, if you have, comp- what do you, sh- shut up guy on Twitter. <laughs> wouldn't you, well, why, why are you, so, you take the easy it, path to $20 million? He's so excited to put, the, uh, put Brady on the 49ers. Like he's leaving at the top of his game, right? Look what, it's the same kind of thing, isn't it? Well, I mean, he's a, he's obviously a different cat. I mean, he's deprived himself of simple pleasures for, for the last decade. At least avocado ice cream is his guilty pleasure. That's weird, but I, I'm not wired like him. But, um, yeah, I, I find it absolutely plausible that there would be a chain of events that's like that in that he was being sincere two weeks ago. Uh, in saying, like, I, I need to move on. I'm bitter. I didn't like that loss. I mm. feel like it was a little bit of Arian's fault that uh, the way it went. All those things, I didn't like the way the Antonio Brown thing went down. I got to get out of here, and I got to retire. It's too yeah, much Yeah, that now. team won't be as good, well, for but sure. Now he's, the but now he'll think about it, and he's a competitor, and he'll be like, man, can you imagine me on that Niners team? We would have we made quick work uh, out of the Dave, Rams what there. what odds do you want to give game. me that Tom Brady will never play football? I'll, I'll, I'll go, he'll never, he won't play for the bet. NFC. So I mean, you want to do a fun bet I mean, again, plainly. We, we can have fun. I will, I, Come on, have fun, I'm guys. Just, I'm just wondering. 25 to 1. 25 to 1. Nah, that's too high. Okay, that's well then, well, how, who are you to tell me what's too high? I'm well, because a, there are odds on this. FanDuel doesn't have them, but I've seen it. I've actually seen What odds. are the odds? It's, it's around four to one. Four to one? Well, yeah. I'm not interested in that. That's Well, not, I'm just saying not, you're not making such a great claim. It's only like about four to one. That's I think it is. makes perfect sense that if you're Tom Brady to yeah. say, listen, everybody's over on the AFC side if Rodgers lands in Denver. Like, ah. All, all the best teams are mm-hmm. over there. I, I can I can run the table here. I might I right. might be able to pull this thing off. And it's my dream team. This is what I've always wanted was to play. It, it clearly matters to him 20 years in, 22 years, whatever. He loves, he still talks about Joe Montana and it seems sincere and all that. I think he 
loves the Niners, and he is one of the few who can. You know, we had. So this is a workaround. You don't think he thought about this three weeks ago? You think this occurred to him because you and Simmons and a lot of people are saying you should go to the Niners? Like you, but the the, what would have made more sense is I got to get out of this Tampa Bay situation. Maybe I'll retire first, and it'll seem less shitty. I think that would be the that maybe has to. Doesn't that make more sense than? Uh, none of it makes sense if he comes back after three weeks. Because he's not. I don't so. know. And the, he's not. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not. It, well, then I'm well, thinking I mean, like, what, what do the Niners do? Does he have till July to do it? Do they? Do they have Trey Lance and then like sign like a Cam Newton just so they're kind of they'll be okay if Brady doesn't sub, because they're just going on his word. Marty, I talk all the time about like why do he we does. have this amnesia year after year after year about like oh, how Bengals who that's impossible the Bengals they can't go to the Super Bowl it happens every year the teams come out of nowhere and make deep playoff runs every sure. year and yet mm. we always marvel that these I was on one this year Cincinnati Bengals Brett Favre retired you, but you were a Alive. Brett Favre retired and came back and then he retired and then he came back again and Aaron Rodgers keeps talking about he might retire and Roethlisberger said he might retire this is what they do now this is the the, the ego and the ability to following LeBron's lead a decade ago in the NBA players have more and more ability and I am 100% behind that that mm. if you are one of the very few people who can do something in the world it's it's ironic and sad that somebody else controls where you go more and more guys are like, nope, I'm going to write my ticket. That's what Rodgers is going to do this offseason. No, Rodgers If Brady is decides I want to go to San Francisco, it. he's no Bruce Arians is not going to be such a, a villain that he's going to be like, nope, we're holding you to your contract, Tom. Nope, it's either us or the streets. I, they'll figure out how to get him out of that if he really wants it to happen. And I, I think it's, I think it's plausible at least that it could happen. And the, the trick is purging Jimmy G. Wow. If they get Jimmy G off the books, largely off the books. Then it's there. There's absolutely a path to make it so if he wants to do. So, if I may, Dave spent like sure. five minutes talking about a guy who allegedly went out on top. That's not true because he lost to the guy who did go out on top, Sean McVay, or who's currently on top because uh, they lost in the playoffs. But if you go back to the right. Sean McVay retirement thing and why I think it actually has legs, you want to talk about going out on top? He beat Tom Brady, beat the goat, right on a walk off, very slim margin. Then goes and beats his best friend, mentor, whoever, who has had his number forever in Kyle Shannon. It lasts, what, seven games uh, before then? Mm. He beats his mentor or whatever, the boom. So he gets that one. And then he gets the Super Bowl that he didn't get, you know, when he went with Jared Goff. But if you look at all the things that the Rams leveraged into this, how, how it's kind of like when Sean Payton retired, you kind of are looking at it. It's not looking much. It's not looking much better around here going forward with all the things that are laid out and all the things, all the injuries and so on and so forth. That's why I feel like Sean McVay actually makes sense. And then two, first of all, they went all in, had those very small margins, and then in the actual game, I don't think that Sean McVay had a great game coaching. Like, I, I, yeah. I, the the amount of times they ran the ball for net, for both of those coaches on third and fourth and what very weird I, so, not calling timeout not calling timeout two minute one like very weird I think that happen. he wins that Super Bowl in my estimation because Aaron Donald makes those two incredible plays on third and fourth down right because then mm-hmm. you know the McPherson kicks field goal who knows what happens from there on but McVay's in his whole attitude of a boy wonder offensive genius guru is still there and that took a shot after. They only scored three points in the Super Bowl this time. And 
honestly, to me, feels like it should have took a shot here because as soon as Odell Beckham went down, that offense had nothing until they were force feeding it to feed to Cooper Cup on the last game. And, and I was saying that this week. I said, you know, if he puts up a Super Bowl performance where they scored three against the Patriots, and then let's say the Rams don't score on that last drive, mm-hmm. and so what? What does that mean? They they scored sixteen. Yeah. So that would be. Then it's like, whoa, Sean McVay. What? What's? What's this? What's going it on? Changes the he whole. Can't get his offense going. The whole in the big tone game. of the conversation yeah. about him. I know. I'm with you, but I'm also with you in that uh, on paper it looks like wow, there's really nothing else he could do. He toppled Brady. He won the Super Bowl. But I don't think he's wired that way. First of all, he's a maniac. You look at Madden. He looked exhausted when he was 36. He looked just like a, looked like a, a tired old man who really could sit in a bus and in a booth. McVay has boundless energy, and I know that could translate to the, the booth, but um, he looks like someone who needs to wake up at 3.45 in the morning and uh, start scheming. You, you, you may be right about that. I'm not sure. I, I do think he has a boyish sort of charm when he talks about football though that it it it, uh it feels like boy he'd go up in the booth and he would do something akin to what romo does he'd be super excited about i love that that play call on there oh the ball's gonna go i think he has in fact i've watched him do that before it's great yeah he's really good at at telling you what's about to happen and and Mm -hmm. for all the talk whatever it's been four years since Romo started doing it everybody's like oh every guy could do that no one's done it since I do think McVay could go up there and do that yeah I think I think it would work but anyway I agree first let's take a quick break Martin you brought up Odell 29 now it's a bummer Blew out his first. Well, I don't even know. We don't. Do we know what's an ACL? We don't. Yeah, know. I think it's, it's confirmed that he. Oh, it was ACL. confirmed, and it's in the same day. So that's tough. That's tough for he's twenty nine. You look at the other free agent receivers. I think we did it last week, right? It's Godwin. It's Allen Robinson. Um, uh, Gallup is on that. There, there's a few good ones, and they're they're a lot Ju- younger. Juju. Juju's on there. Yeah. Right. Spaghetti. Would you take Odell back with the Giants? No, absolutely not. Not even not even a thought. Um, really? it's, it's nothing to do with Odell himself or, or his <laughs> knee or anything. I mean, we're in modern medicine now. I mean, an ACL, you can come back from that. And Odell, if anything, proved that he's back to his former self with how uh, explosive he was this playoff stretch. But uh, if Odell Beckham, unless he wants to put on, you know, 150 pounds and play O-line, I don't want any <laughs> spending at the wide receiver <laughs> position when they have Sterling Shepard. You have $72 million, Kenny Galladay. You have Kadarius Tony, and you have Darius Slade. There's no need for, ring Shep- uh, for Odell Beckham to come back in Giants blue. You know who was the big loser of the game? Whoever put together his diamond cleats. Because he was on pace to have one of the great Super Bowls of all time. Mm. And then everybody would have been wearing those diamond cleats. I don't even know who the manufacturer was. But then uh, he went down. So, yeah. And I get injuries happen and all that. But if that injury doesn't happen, it does feel like the Rams probably win by 10 right maybe yeah i don't know maybe the Bengals are just one of those teams that just come back no matter what doesn't matter i mean we saw them down 21 3 to the chiefs uh whatever but all right well, um just, what my else heart broke for odell beckham in that moment because so yeah, many sucked. people just had so sad. many negative things to say about him and he was on his way if they're going to give cooper cup the mvp for that performance i think odell beckham was probably on his way to high contention for that award well, I joked, but I thought he should have got MVP if the Bengals won the Super Bowl. 
Little Dell gets the award. <laughs> I mean, honestly, just like Check said, it could have been double digits. Why not? Well, you um, you you were talking yeah. about we were talking about celebrities you saw in SoFi. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna name drop here right now. I was uh, talking today with one Jeff Schwartz. Ever heard mm, of him? Yeah. Played football. Ever heard of it? Um, a former giant, one of one of Spaghetti's right. favorite giants. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, except he gets mad. Spaghetti gets mad when he says bad when Schwartz says bad about the Giants, but then Schwartz gets mad when anybody says bad about the Chiefs, as though that's mm-hmm. for some reason his uh, beloved. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> he, he he's still trying to make sense of how the Chiefs lost. And I said, you know, Mahomes choked. That's what happened. And no, talk about what nobody because Brady retired on Monday, it obscured the all time choke. That was mm-hmm. so weird. Still, but he did point out, and he's right. Burrow was not dynamite at I mean he had moments in the playoffs but he was not dynamite no, he wasn't, wasn't in the Super Bowl against he was the Raiders I mean, yeah it was yeah it's an interesting point because the 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 story kind of got away there like ooh he's the coolest of all time and everybody yeah. loves him it's tough when you're under siege though i mean i guess the moral of the story is get 7 sacks and not 9 titans 7 also, wins you the game but not 9 like I don't and know. also if it's if it's if it's there's a chance you might lose. I know it's not. You don't want to put it in your head, but don't wear that getup. Don't wear that costume. Yes. To the game, it, because there's a chance you're going to lose. And yeah. then he had to actually do it. He had to put that same costume back on, like yeah. the Hamburglar, and walk back out of the stadium as a loser. That's rough. Just you wear, think they'd have a change a of clothes, suit. right? Yeah, just get it doesn't a have a. Have a or they should all have black suits, like they're going to a funeral afterwards. That should be <laughs> the. Um, that should be the. Uh, well, I think I think the thing is though, a lot of quarterbacks have made. I'm, I was just thinking of Tom Brady. He's had several, obviously, postseason games. Where he's been incredible, right? And I know that that was like the mm-hmm. easy. I don't say the easy, but that was the way too soon comparison. The last two weeks is is Joe Burrow the next Tom Brady? Is Joe Burrow the next Tom Brady? And mm-hmm. while it's true about like Burrow didn't like, did he play? I mean, he played all right, played good enough, but. I feel like there was something building there in the towards the end of games where it's like if this guy has the ball, like you said, yeah, the lack of shit to bed potential, right? Like, like you said, if right. he like P Ryan wasn't expecting it, but I thought the ball was going to be completed when he let go. I was like, there's no way he just got that ball off, and then I saw P Ryan not die for it, and I was like, all right, well. It's because right. he did this. He called for the ball like it went on his heels, and it made it so that he couldn't then lunge. Yeah, you had to hit him right but, there I in mean, the chest. W- it was basically a cardboard cutout. But, of but that you were kind of like yeah. that close to seeing kind of that unexplainable sure. stuff that used to happen when Brady was on. How did Julian Edelman catch that ball? Who knows? Because Brady yeah. threw it to him. So I think so. Well, the unexplainable is how they don't double Donald or how he's got got in so easily there on that fourth down play and why they're handing to P. Ryan on third and one. That There's a lot of unexplainable. Why was that. Well, that's that's the two things I was just going to say where, first of all, yes, Marty is right. The thing that will that is already forgotten. So forget about 10 years from now is they were at midfield in the blink of an eye. It was, right uh, you know, sure. Did you think that they I mean, did you think that there was a, the only thought in my head was like, Boy, that kid who went out to watch the halftime show better make mm. this kick because he's going to get a lot of crap if he misses it after doing that, after not missing at any point for the I last month. I know for sure. I had one of my smaller bets, Bengals to win in overtime was 19-1. to 1. Is that I was right? Like, this is very exciting. We're, we're, um, he's going to make the kick, so we just have to get the kickoff. But, so yeah. that was the one. But the other one is... I didn't. I, I still haven't read, and I've looked for it. Was was Mixon hurt or or, or anything for that last drive? Should have been. I, I don't know. 
why would on third and one you go gun mm-hmm. and I get, you know, you run P Ryan and there's there, you know, there's history within the past season of them doing exactly that in that spot, but still you don't have Mixon on the field. You mm-hmm. don't have Joe Mixon on the field on third and one. And then on fourth and half a yard, what vexes me forever is that you need to have a runner next to you for the threat. You want to hold a defender at least at, for the it. threat of the run. I mean, Tannehill but, did it against the Bengals, which is funny. He throws an uh, interception with an empty backfield. Don't go empty. I hate that. when they do that. They, they all short. do that now. But yeah. why not make if, if you have Mixon in the game, that's a more legitimate threat that they're going to turn and hand it to, to their superstar runner there. I don't they know how it out. Was was there an extra tight end on the line? I mean, it, it, it's one thing if you have an extra offensive lineman to block these monsters who are getting through every other play. But if you're just splitting another wide receiver wide, yes, you're right. Might as well have a, a runner back. If there. I may name drop for a moment, as everybody else name dropped. Sure. I'm sitting there second and one, and I yell, run the ball. And Michael Bennett, former defensive end, sitting next to me, and he goes, I agree. Go get the first down. On second Whoa. and one, because you had two timeouts left. Instead of chucking the ball way out of way out of bounds, trying to kill the clock, you had to, you had two timeouts, and they wouldn't have been expecting you to run the ball. Just go get the one yard, mm-hmm. even if you just QB sneak it to get the one yard, um, and and then because you're already they had one timeout at that point. I thought they had two, but yes. even if they just had one, no, they had one. Right, but even, one. even if they just had yeah. one, you only need about 13, 14 more yards to give your yeah. guy a shot. I know we're trying to wrap up. Every play. Yeah, go ahead. I know we're no. trying to wrap up here, but what what events led you to be sitting next to Michael Bennett watching Super Bowl 56? <laughs> well, we were at the FanDuel party, and then <laughs> right, we went exactly. to WME. Yeah, I was uh, talking WME. to the president and CEO of FanDuel. No, I'm just yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, We got in our dark blue station wagon, and we <laughs> drove to – go ahead. So uh, <laughs> my dad and my stepmom came to California a couple months ago. And they just recently got married maybe three or four years ago. So this sounds like it's going to be a sad story and you're going to regret asking a check. But go ahead. I don't yeah. think it's that no? very sad at all. Oh, OK. Um, oh, good. All so right. I uh, they come out here and they're like, yo, you got to come meet my you know, we, we have these uh, play cousins, nephews, that type of deal. Basically, his mom and her mom grew up together. Him who I'm referencing is this man, Tommy, who has this beautiful house in the hills that has this, she had this incredible spread and uh, just easily the nicest place that I can, can be at and, and, and be welcomed, right? Uh, waiters, all types of, John Sally was there. Uh, Michael Bennett was there. Uh, just, just people who do things and, and make a lot of money were just all around. And I was you know, gambling with people, mm-hmm. took some people's money in poker. Uh, T.I. walked in for the halftime show. He left shortly after that. The hell? Uh, wow. It was a type of place. Martin wins so again. I, I, I brought two. I brought I brought three people with me and I brought my good buddy Tyler. And he's like, yo, what should we bring to the party? And I'm like, bro, this isn't really a type of thing that you bring anything to because it's like they got waiters who work there, like in the house. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not really somewhere that, right. you know, I appreciate that. You know, so those white claws. Which Tommy was it? Tommy Lee Jones? No, no he's Chong. no, he's not. He's not in. Uh, he's not in showbiz. Hillfigure, no. Lasorda, he's dead. Right? Kramer, <laughs> Tommy Lee, Pam and Tommy no, Lee. No, but I did see their commercial. Uh, not uh, Tommy Lee Jones's <laughs> commercial, rather, not Pam and Tommy Lee. But no, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Real good time. He's got a beautiful house, beautiful That's great. view, and uh, open bar, open food. 
How does he do it? What's in my turn? What's when do uh, I get my 15 minutes of anything fun? I, 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 I ever get to have anything. I talked to Dame Dash for about seven. About you went to the maybe like seven minutes into the third quarter, asked him his opinion on the halftime yeah. show. He thought it was good, not <laughs> the best ever, but uh, not capital letters. Yeah, don't great, report the best. that yet because you know, I don't want him to get out there. I don't know if he's got where his affiliations are and all that. No, day, no, never. That's From our Damashek to Dame Dash. That, yeah. what? I don't even know who that is, but all right. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, do we, we have? Anything more to? Uh, I mean, we, we could uh, discuss a lot of this on Friday. I don't know. What What did I miss? I feel like we went over a lot of this. Odell Beckham. Uh, What's to be said about the game? We've said it all. Like, it's yeah. been said ad nauseum. I think yeah, the right. fun thing to do is, like I say, is to look up those odds and do the most foolish thing ever and try and pick your Super Bowl for. 57 with Kyler Murray up in the air. Uh, yeah. Who knows if Tom Brady's going to come back? Who knows if Aaron Rodgers are going to play in the same conference? Same for uh, Russell Wilson, so on and so forth. And, well, and I'm, it's going to be somebody you. at I'm the bottom I'm with you to some it. extent. Well, first of all, I'm with you in that this offseason could be nuts because we figured it out. We went over the list. Only 12 quarterbacks are set. And I don't even know 12 teams are set with quarterbacks. And some of them are not great. Like, I don't know. I, I think we counted like the Falcons as set, but no, not necessarily. And the Deshaun yeah. Watson thing and the uh, yeah. Eagle scandal of Washington, yeah, D.C. and Steven Ross a is looking yeah. like he might get punted. And boy, Derek there Carr, so when things. you say like the Raiders aren't the whole AFC West, like the, the two teams in the AFC West. So, um, but, uh, but also uh, uh, a team that's 120 to one odds doesn't need to make it back. Like everyone's like, who are the Bengals of 2022 or 23? Like it doesn't have to be, there doesn't have to be for many, many years. Tom Brady was supposed to win the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. So it could easily be the chiefs or the bills. I know it's not fun to say that, but um, don't be upset if that's, that is the case. It could be, could also yeah. be the Pittsburgh Steelers. We don't no, know. At this point. No, we no. don't that know. We know. We that we know. know. That we know. We I'll also know FanDuel. FanDuel, I'm with the you on that one. official sports betting partner of the NBA with FanDuel same game parlays. I know you love these, Martin. You can turn little bets into big paydays, payouts in as little as two hours, easy to use, safe and secure. Plus, if you're a new customer, you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. You can go, oh, I lost yesterday with uh, Marcus Smart. Gets her 12 minutes. The, the, the Celtics scored 315 points. And in my Marcus Smart, 15 or more points, bet didn't come through. Bad knee injury. That sucked. Uh, screwed me on a same-game parlay. But they are fun. I promise you they are. They make every game feel like the finals. All season long, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app or head to FanDuel.com and sign up using extra points to bet the NBA today and get your first bet risk-free. Martin, show them how it's done. What's going to be your pick for Wednesday? My Wednesday pick, this one's going to be it. This one, I'm, I'm plugging my nose, and I'm, I, I can't stand this one. I'm taking the Detroit Pistons plus 12 and a half, <laughs> and it's not because it's a hometown team, but it's a classic up-down theory. The Boston Celtics are on fire right now, and they just won by 50 points. Yeah. I can't imagine <laughs> – I just don't – I don't think they're going to be able to keep it up back-to-back, back, right? Now, I think they don't let the Pistons that are any great team, but they might be able to keep it close. All right. There you go. Shaq, what are you picking? Well, I keep saying it. I'm a broken record. But the NBA playoffs are now all of a sudden, at least on the Eastern side, going to be great, and the NHL playoffs are going to be great probably on both sides. A juicy, a dynamite – 
uh, doubleheader, and not just because it's on TNT. You get uh, the Panthers and Canes, some Southeast Sunbelt hockey action. That's good, but I'm going to stay away. Oilers and Knights, Jack Eichel's debut for Vegas. I'm going to stay away from that one, too. Both <laughs> fascinating games, and instead I'm going to go with the hottest team, and not just because they're named Flames. I'm going Calgary. Yeah, they played on Tuesday night, but they were at home for that one. They're at home again against the Anaheim Ducks, who are nice, but not great. Calgary winners of seven in a row. They're going to make it eight, I say. They are the team that's scary, that could disrupt the the, mm. the likes of the Oilers and the Knights and the and the. Abs. You love this Calgary. You might love them more than the Penguins. You took them well, last I, week, I, too. I, I, I sincerely have, have watched them maybe four times this year. Uh. So it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm watching them night in and night out. But when you watch mm-hmm. them, boy, they're, they're just loaded and they're huge. And in the playoffs, that matters. But to the here and now, I like them to take care of it. I know it's a back-to-back, and I generally would go with the other side of that. But um, they made quick work of the overmatched jackets tonight. And uh, so I say goal and a half, take that, make it juicy, take the flames at home. They make it eight, and uh, once again, muzzle tough uh, to Sidney Crosby, but also to Pittsburgh sports fans. Yeah, what, what, what a treat. How spoiled are we? Lemieux, Yager, Ronnie Francis. Did Gino you say Malkin it was 10 to 1? I was listening to minus three. I thought you said it was 10 to 1 that he scores to, uh, last on first Tuesday goal. night. First goal. Oh, first goal. Okay. All right. I, I couldn't understand what that was. Uh, all right. I, I, I mean, that's not the biggest hockey game of the day. I mean, you went through like five of them and you missed it. U.S. versus Canada. Women's for the gold medal. Canadian women, I don't understand this, and you're going to hate this because it's um, it's not very patriotic, but I bet against the U.S. four years ago when they beat Canada in overtime. I think Canada blew that, and Canada was a pretty big favorite. Again, a pretty big favorite, minus 200 over U.S., but if you lay a half a goal in regulation, it's minus 124. I'm taking this. They First of all, these two countries have faced off in every gold medal game of women's hockey with the exception of Torino in 2006. So they know each other. But the Canadian women won 4-2 in the group play. Um, I already mentioned the U.S. won the gold four years ago. But these Canadian women, 54 goals, Shaq. 54 goals. It's an Olympic record. They outshot the Swiss 61-13 in the semifinal round. They mean business. Claire Thompson, two goals and 10 assists, which is a record for a defense woman. Yes, let's call it. I think... Canada wins three to two in regulation. Minus a half, minus one twenty-four. What am I missing, Spaghetti? Is, shouldn't it, if it's minus two hundred? I, I went over this with meatballs. If it's minus two hundred, shouldn't minus the half be more? What the hell am I missing? Yeah, I, I, I guess you're right. I would. I also wish <laughs> no one I had cares. more. I right. wish I had more knowledge about this. Uh, it's just funny how the lack of professionals in this uh, Olympics yeah. makes my interest go from hundred percent to close to zero. I'm with you. Shaq, you like it that there's no uh, professionals. I do. Well, I definitely don't like it because it pulls the important players from my favorite team off the ice and it tires them out. So I'm fine with it. Play Canada Cup once every four years. Yeah. It's better anyway. Um, I, uh, I I like this bet, though, for real. I think teams like, I know it can work against you, is the pressure of like, you were supposed to beat the U.S. and you blew it four years ago, so make mm-hmm. it right. It seems like... In the Olympics, anecdotally, doesn't it feel like that you make good if you if you blew it the last Olympics that you that you make it right and it becomes yeah. a nice Olympic story? I, I, that that hits my ear just right. And by the way, you're going to be rooting for some some money. 
2010. I rooted for Canada. I rooted not for Canada. I rooted for Sidney Crosby to score oh. in overtime for the gold medal against the USA. I was called a traitor by you, by Simmons, I by was? Hench, I and many others. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people were across with me about that. I say, you know what? At the end of the day, red, white, and blue is great. But at the end of the day, black and gold is where it's at. So I was happy about it. No, you screwed that up. Now, green is where it's at. That's where the money comes from. Okay, well, that's, green, that's, that's, your, yeah, that's yeah. your god. That's yeah. your god. He was so close, Martin. How did he screw that up? Almost right. right there. Black and gold. Who cares? And soon brown water will be uh, All right, so let's talk about that. Who. Let's talk about this. I mean, it's just it's um, crazy how, how much everyone, I, I get great joy out of it. And I told you, the Castor Splash Challenge. Now we have a winner, this Paul Borgerding. Uh, I keep saying his name wrong. I think it's B-O-R-G-E-R-D-I-N-G. Maybe he could take the $1,056 and change that name. Um, he won. Now, who came in last? Uh, do we want to say his name? Now, Babyface, you've been corresponding with the guy. I said, get him on the horn. Let's make sure he's going to do this. The last place person in this uh, Cash or Splash Challenge is to drink a glass of Harry's brother's bathwater. And you spoke to him today, right? Or yesterday? Spoke with him today. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I can say that he, uh, he knows what he has to do. Are we allowed to say his name? or should? Yeah, we I think we should at this point. Daniel Kirsch, he's going to be on against all odds later in the week. He lives in Portland. I think we're going to fly Harry up there with his brother's bathwater, and we're going to see him down it right there uh, on, on live podcast, whatever the hell this is. <laughs> then Harry's going to give him a lift to the ER. <laughs> I was thinking about what kind of release we need. I mean, can you imagine the whole operation goes down because this guy ends up with some kind of tape <laughs> or, or some kind of weird there thing? Are a few we definitely need him to sign something, right? There are a few right? things that make my stomach turn just from hearing it being described. <laughs> and this consistently for the last three weeks has been one of them. Like, I can watch, I watch Yellow Jackets. I watch people eating each other's faces off on TV. I'm fine. This yeah. right here makes me literally want to vomit. Yellow Jackets and Squid Game didn't no, didn't prepare not, you for not this. Not a single no. phase. I was fine. <laughs> My wife is the same. She's like, all right, enough. Honestly, enough already. But I, I don't think I'll ever have enough. Now, Martin, something else that might make your stomach turn. Mm-hmm. We had a playoff fantasy um, con- competition, right? Every podcast went against each other. There was seven podcasts. Sheck, what did you guys end up? Uh, minus, somewhere in the middle, third. right? You finished, finished third. third. Uh, the soccer podcast covered in glory came in first. Uh, it doesn't really matter who came in first or second and third. Martin, you came in last. And so now you have to pick from the cap of consequences. Technically, TJ has to as well. But good luck convincing him that um, that's the case. So are you nervous? I mean, it could be something as vile as drink um, Scott's bathwater. Are you allowed to announce everything on there? Will you read them the day of the cap of consequences? Yeah, well, maybe we Maybe we'll read a few of them or something as as we put them put them in it. But I think there's like 20 different things. What are you hoping we take for? Fan Martin? submissions. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I think we should do that. Yeah, okay. I mean we have a bunch. Um, yeah, we'll run them yeah. by. Sweet us at extra points pod. Let us yes. know. at extra points pod cap of consequences. You aren't and Martin me. is not, not squeamish. He's got a he's got a, uh, a strong stomach. So go no, crazy. Yeah, exactly. But I, don't ask me what I'd like. You bastards aren't tricking me. I'm not giving anybody the slightest <laughs> clue of anything. No, I'm silent. I plead the fifth. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> You're going to plead the filth, and we'll have to we get done with you. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. But we got the bathwater. We want to, don't want to overdo it. We're going to get the bathwater thing out of the way. Save a little bathwater for Marty, just in case. No, oh, I'm saving some. Yeah. We got to, because between the, between Megan and Spaghetti, I feel like um, we could start dishing out some cash and see some, uh, Real um, <laughs> disgusting. I reactions. like that idea. Yes. Yeah. Who who will? Yeah. Like let's uh, like uh, what was the old game show? Like I'll do it in three notes. Two. Like I'll do it for mm -hmm. three thousand. I'll do it for two. Right. Oh. Let's see Name how that low tune. we can get that. Yeah. Name that tune, um, Marty. Yeah, I like that. Would you like? Let's make a deal style though. Would you right now, if you had to drink eight ounces? of harry's brother's bathwater would you take that or do you want the unknown because it could be oh interesting now now it's let's make it there you're right no i'm not I, the unknown and a hundred dollars <laughs> and the fifty dollars damage the, the, the 20k it's gonna take me 20k for that for harry's bathwater <laughs> otherwise i'm finding <laughs> a way out of it it's not harry's bathwater by the way what do i do with that harry with uh i'm actually mad at him about this missing the first half of the super bowl I don't know if you saw this. Shit, I think it's crazy. I was, I was, I was no, annoyed. I know. I, really I think annoyed. it's crazy. I've and he's said, like, oh, I, I went back him and I watched was it. it. Yeah, I was like, what? Well, I mean, I mean, just for for the ending issue. You would have missed it too, Martin, because he took a private jet. I know that stuff's important to you, but I'm like, Harry, you're in sports media. Arrange your flights around the biggest game of the year. Do it. I like that he pawned it. Now he has a new excuse to point at. He points at his brand new fiance. It was her. Uh, she wanted to yeah, ride right. on a, a private jet. Hold yeah. on. If I'm on a private jet, I can't get Wi-Fi. That, uh, well, I mean, when you go over right. the Pacific, it's like it's it. uh, all bets are off. But if it's a private jet, don't you decide what time the jet moves? Of course, like, you not do. during the Super Bowl. You don't yeah. like any time other than when the Super Bowl's on. Is right, when you make the flight. and we were saying, guess what? This is why you got a deal on the private jet because no normal human being is flying during the Super Bowl. As far um, as that goes, you mentioned Melissa, your wife, and I was curious when we mentioned the ratings. <laughs> like, who does it? Who's at home watching TV but they don't watch the Super Bowl? My wife took took. Uh, the two little ones mm -hmm. to universal. And I'm like, what the hell? She's like, during the Super you know, Bowl. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, she's like, I, she's like, but you know, I don't care about the Super Bowl. And mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, but, sh but shouldn't she's like, well, you think they care about the Super Bowl? I'm like, they don't, but maybe they would learn to love it and understand it. And then it was a stupid conversation. But what mm -hmm. did Melissa do on Super Sunday? She had a little part. I think she went to, um, oh, she, she was did. with, uh, yeah, she was with Tommy. I don't want to say his name, but it was Tommy. <laughs> no. And Martell is bad. I told you, damn check. I was among the stars, baby. <laughs> Sounds like it. She had a good, uh, no, I, I don't, uh, no, your, your wife did the right thing. Well, if you have no, of course, take advantage of it. Definitely take advantage of places you'd normally I think it's impossible wrong. to get. You do? I think, well, I guess she's not an obese uh, 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 correspondent in, in sports media, right? She's not. Yeah. <laughs> True. No. I know. I, okay. I, I just think it's it's spiritually wrong. But then again, I refuse to I, I insist on working on Labor Day. I'll never celebrate that cockamamie <laughs> holiday. You'll never get me. I'm going to celebrate the man. No, yeah. no, not me. I'm working. I want you but to so think about something. I want to bring this up, but it's too late to bring this up. But I want you to think about it. Because as you were saying, we come from different schools, Shaq. And I think it's because of, um, it's because who we I idolized and who you idolized. And you have the Super Bowl rings. So mm -hmm. you want to lean more on the playoffs and the importance of the playoffs and the Super Bowl in general. Tony Romo never made it. Um, I like to lean on the fact that 
Dallas Cowboys quarterback is one of the most coveted positions in sports, and he has most of the Cowboys records. Uh, that and, you know, a good body of work in the regular season. That's why I would lean on regular season numbers. I think the problem with the Super Bowl is, with your thing is, you kind of want to, you tend to give any quarterback who made the Super Bowl with a decent body of work the nod to the Hall of Fame, except for the fact that Tom Brady squashed a lot of those dreams, right? I'm saying like we would have had a bunch more quarterbacks potentially in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, and I keep saying that, in the Hall of Fame, if not for Tom Brady. Well, both are true. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I'm in the Super Bowl and in the Hall of Fame probably. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think right. maybe, you know, who that probably impacts. specific Donovan McNabb. That's exactly yeah. right. That's right. probably but to the Marty's guy point, we, the most. We have to go through the AFC numbers, too, like the, how they got to the Super Bowl. But anyway, let's keep that in mind. How many people, how many players Brady kept out of the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I should have just brought it up on That's Friday. That's fun. I, I like yeah. that. That, that okay. is a fun consideration. Yeah. Phil Rivers, maybe. Yeah. Because, yeah, he probably gets through there. That's uh, he probably, well, he certainly if he doesn't uh, have the bum knee and LT's also hurt, the Ladanian's not hurt for that one. They go to Foxborough and relatively, they kept it relatively close. That was probably their big one. But yeah, that's a fun question. Could be other positions too that he kept out of there. Other players at positions. All right, that's maybe, what maybe Eli did to Roma. There you go. Son of a bitch. Don't laugh, Spaghetti. That's not funny. Martin, <laughs> real quick, Valentine's Day update with a girlfriend. You um, stupidly took on a girlfriend like six days before Valentine's Day. So what, what'd she get? Oh, man. I, I, first of all, the important thing is I got glowing reviews. Okay? So I don't know. I, I got You got what? Glowing reviews. Oh, glowing, glowing reviews. reviews. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? For your lovemaking? Is that what he <laughs> yeah, from, Come you on. Know, Valentine's Day, like Go Valentine's Day, is about two things. Managing expectations and presentation. If you manage your okay. expectations properly, and then you, pre and you have your presentation set okay, it's hard to lose. Apparently, I did both because uh, you know she was over there in front of the tea, in front of the uh, over the table, sending uh, pictures to all her friends. I was getting reports in the group chat. Mom was excited, you know, seeing everything. Sister said I did a great job. So I think Valentine's Day. And what was it? What'd you oh, get her? So I got her. I got her a bear <laughs> that said, "Sure, you find a shit." I got her some a stuffed bear, though, right? Pardon me. That wasn't real. Yeah, stuff stuff there, there. Stuff there, you know. Okay. Trying okay. to keep things uh, All right. you know, just indoors. <laughs> That's my here. presentation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went to the dollar store, got some balloons and a little flower thing for the dollar store. And uh, right. I got her a purse and I got her a book. Wow. And I got her a swimsuit. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wow. What the hell? Boy, you've really all right, you're we gotta have a, no, see, a real serious thing, conversation, and we're too far in, Marty. We're too this, far into I'll, this episode. Let me go right here. And we got, we got a lot of work to such do. And such are people like me and Scott Holmes are legendary coxmen. You can't have oh. one without the other. When you look at yourself in the mirror, the reservations you have right now may tell you a lot about your life. Intra but Martin, I'll say this: you may have you may have Sean McVeigh yourself here. Where do you go from here? That's oh. exactly what, what my hell? concern. Uh, Sal, Sal gets it. We're a couple Thank savvy you. vets. What do you do to what do you bend over here? I'm anything to do to October. Yeah. Oh All right. You're going to be begging to be paid to drink bath water then, because the way you spend. Do All I got to do is listen, listen to her damn futures. I would have hit fifteen to one. <laughs> I got my wife the Lizzo outfit. She's still she's know, she's on the fence about it. Spaghetti, what did you get? Uh, the lovely Jada. 
uh, I got her some buy one, get one free sushi uh, from a very cheap sushi place. And it, it, it was awful. Uh, made what? us f- not feel good. And we threw it out. That was our big plan was uh, to have <laughs> sushi. And J- like we do it every year. And Jada puts it in the shape of a heart. And it was the only place I, like that was available to deliver. And mm-hmm. boy, oh, boy, <laughs> that was some bad fish. That do you have the name? We'll fish. put it in the cap of consequences. Yeah, that sounds it's, good. Uh, yeah. It's the sushi stop on Sawtell. <laughs> and uh, I, I luckily had some leftover Godmother sandwich from a Super Bowl Sunday. So I just had we had that instead. And we just watched Righteous Gemstones. Great Valentine's Day. So you got her food poisoning for Valentine's Day? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, we both got we, yeah, we had mercury poisoning, food poisoning. Oh, we had, uh, you know, spotted yellowfin with mold. It was it was as bad as it All gets. All right. Not glowing reviews for uh, spaghetti, spot. I guess. Uh, I, I, I'm surprised it wasn't something like he, he uh, made Jada put on his Hank Lundquist jersey and <laughs> did awful things to her to live out his fantasy. Did you get anything, Marty? Did you get anything, spaghetti? This is the problem with Valentine's day i got somebody a you didn't even let made, me answer the made, question first damn well, i'm just telling you whoever whoever made this up the card maker the greeting card maker yeah. co- concocted this nonsense and that was all like you got to give her chocolates you got to give her this nobody ever why don't the fellas get gifts that's 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 my problem that's my beef. Yeah. you got something marty i did i did right, so i don't know got? if you guys noticed but i do this all the time it's because i hurt my neck a long time ago yeah, what is that this yeah, uh-huh. i'm always doing like this so she got me a series of massages to like get the. Apparently, it's like this medical place. Do that, they work? I would love one of those. Do they I work? can report back. It's scheduled for the twenty sixth. Uh, because oh, it's a massage. Oh, it's on a massage. I want one of those things okay. that goes bum 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 bum. I want one to get one. You know those things. Yeah, yeah, I got one of those. The uh, Hypervolt. Yeah, they're good. They're good. A little, little rough, but it's nice. All right, I think we covered a lot here. I don't know what to think with uh, Martin, though. Wow. Uh, he said himself. I mean, you, you said it, Sal. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to come out and do that in your rookie season. Now now you got to perform at that level or you're a discipline. You don't want to Wally. No, Dave. Marty's unlike Wally you Joyner. and Matt Stafford, Wally I'm Joyner, starting Dave. as a Hall of Famer from day one. <laughs> the other thing is Martin might be planning an escape, too. What, what was the lo- their, your last relationship? How long did it go? Seven months. Yeah, see? So it's birthday or Valentine's, but not both if he plays it right. Feel me. We'll figure it out. I think guys, at least me, like I, the, the Valentine's Day is, hey, you just, uh, you were gone 23 Sundays in a row. You better get me flowers or something. So I, I'm okay with, I'm okay with the, the, the woman, the wife not reciprocating. Here's Dave's pro tip. Yeah. You do it all through the year. You sprinkle it in. Oh. That's what really, that's what gets the gold. So, oh, look at, the, you know what I happen to have a knack for? Why I was given this gift of all, well, I'd rather be, mm-hmm. I, I'd rather have a right, well, I do kind of have a rifle for a left arm, you know that, but mm-hmm. I'd rather have world-class speed or something else. But I have a knack, unlike any fellow I've ever known, to pick out dresses. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I'm getting, right. <laughs> let me tell you, you can laugh if you want to, but yeah. if you need my help, I'm here for you. I am a hundred. Why would I w- want you to pick out a dress for me? I would never. I wouldn't even do that. Well, that was, see, I was doing. I'm gonna help you with it, but I'm great at doing it. When you're, you know what? It's what? What day? Oh, it's it's April 21st. You know mm. what? Here's a good day. I'm gonna go in the je- dress shop, pick out a beauty. Oh, she'll sweat. Why? Why? Just because. That's why. <laughs> Nobody told me on? I had to do it. That's right. That's how you do it. Uh, you can you listen, see. Marty. You know what? You can listen, or you can go you know, keep doing da- your Damn check. The more and more you talk, it's more and more proving why you think Matt Stafford should be a Hall of Famer. All these regular <laughs> season wins 
and you don't show up yeah. when it really counts. Oh, interesting. Interesting. There's a lot of, lot of parallels. All right, you're a maniac. Martin, this is why we didn't invite him to the Fandle party. But uh, no. Uh, we're going to be back Friday. Martin's going to go on a plane. He's going to bring his um, recording device and 30, 40% chance it works. But either way, we will hear him. You'll hear the rest of us. Spaghetti, meatballs, babyface Joel Salmon. This was a nice little session. We covered a lot. And I want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember you're all my favorites. So long. Yeah.